You're listening to the Inner Child Podcast. With the holidays just around the corner and the weather getting colder, this is the time when a lot of people are tempted to slide back into old patterns. This is when people hit up their exes again in the DMs or jump back into a relationship just so that they don't feel lonely on New Year's. And hey, I know very well how tempting it feels. But I also know how shitty it feels waking up the next morning filled with regret and wishing that you had never done it. Don't worry, bestie, I got your back. In today's episode, I'm going to share a full list of tips and ideas on how to avoid falling into this pattern, plus how to self-care if it's already happened and now you're looking to repair right after this intro. Hi, I'm Gloria Zhang, and after 10 years of struggling in toxic relationships, I attracted the love of my life by healing my inner child. This podcast is your weekly dose of my expertise as a therapist and dating relationship coach for high achievers. Learn tips to overcome low self-worth, emotional baggage, and childhood trauma so that you too can step into your power and attract the love you desire. Welcome to the Inner Child Podcast. Hello and welcome back to the Inner Child Podcast. I am your host, Gloria Zhang. I'm a therapist and coach for high achievers. And today we are switching gears to prepare for the holidays. Now, whether you are single or in a relationship or somewhere in between, just the fact that it's the holidays and we see all these Hallmark commercials and colored lights and happy people and families It is so easy to start sliding back into old patterns this time of year and then vowing to ourselves on the New Year's Eve that it's never going to happen again and it turns into the cycle. One in particular is when you start giving people that second chance or that third chance or your ex slides into your DMs and you feel so much temptation to reply, to do something that you know you're going to regret later on. And we're going to help you out with this today. And of course, to approach this with a lot of compassion, because I know despite my words, it's not going to take away the loneliness of the season. It's not going to take away the sting of perhaps being alone in your apartment, watching holiday movies by yourself with this sort of aching inside. I get that. And I've totally been there many, many years But I also don't want you to look back on this holiday in regret and for this to become a cycle because there are other ways to enjoy the winter holiday that doesn't have to involve other people. So with that being said, today we're going to dive into four tips on how to beat these cuffing season temptations, as well as how to do self-care if and when a one-night stand or backslide has already happened and you want to pull yourself back out of it. And as I mentioned, this is very, very common, especially with clients around this time of year. We do a lot of extra work around preparing for the holidays and getting you set up for success around the holidays. And I wanted to share some of those tips with you too. So let's just jump right into it. Tip number one is for you to remember what the spirit of the holidays is really about. Remember that it's not really a romantic someone that makes the holiday special. 
No matter what your religion is, whether you celebrate Christmas or Hanukkah or just the winter season, I really invite you to go back to what the spirit of the holidays meant to you when you were a kid. And if that's not a good place to go back to, then honestly, just open up a holiday movie and see what they have to say. And you will quickly realize that the spirit of the holidays is actually just about magic. And it doesn't have to involve anyone at all. Depending on where you live, it could just be about admiring the winter landscape, seeing snowflakes, looking at beautiful lights, giving back to the community. If you have them, it could be around the loved ones that you do have. It could be around friends. It could even just be about taking a break, having hot chocolate, lying next to the fireplace. Remember that two things can be true at the same time. You can still validate that you have this desire for a special someone while simultaneously choosing to still enjoy the holidays without one. And what I would really recommend here is to actually write a letter to yourself or write a letter to Santa to get clear and decide for yourself, not listening to Hallmark cards, but deciding for yourself what the spirit of the holidays is going to mean to you. And also why it's important to practice enjoying the season for yourself and not for someone else. You can hold on to that letter, you can send it to Santa, or you can reread your letter throughout these next few weeks. And it's just going to remind you of how good you're going to feel knowing that you held on to your dignity and stuck to your guns throughout these next tough two weeks. All right, so that's my first tip about reclaiming what the spirit of the holidays is really all about. It's magic. And we can find magic everywhere. And that leads me to step number two, which is to create a game plan to cover your entire holiday season. It was actually one of my clients who came up with this idea. So I definitely give credit to her. And she had shared how she had planned so many different self-dates and friend dates over the next two weeks so that she always had something to look forward to over the winter break so that she wasn't stuck just sitting home by herself with nothing to do. And I really am a believer that if you fail to plan, you really do plan to fail. Because if you already know that you're going to struggle over these next two weeks, then why not take matters into your own hands, hopefully as you're listening to this episode as it just comes out. You still have time to prepare the next few weeks knowing that it's going to be hard. So between now to, let's say, just past New Year's, book things into your calendar with your family, with your friends, or even on your own. Actually get the tickets, plug it into your Gmail calendar so that you always have something to look forward to over the winter holiday and that you're not just sitting home by yourself feeling sorry for yourself, wondering how this could have happened. And this is a great way to look for and enjoy the magic and all of these things that are actually available to you, some of them even for free, that you've got to make the choice to take full advantage of. And to make things easier for you listening, I've even compiled a list of 
all the different things that you can do. So here's the list: sign up for some charity work. It will feel so good to give back to the community, such as working at a soup kitchen, volunteering, working at the food bank, donating toys to kids who are in need. There are so many places around this time of year who are looking for new and active volunteers, and it's just a great way to feel connected to the community, but also feel connected to a cause that actually means a lot to you personally. Second idea is to actually go on a healing retreat. This would be the perfect time to do it, especially if you're on your own this year or if you're prioritizing putting yourself first. So, depending on where you live, you can look at meditation retreats. Sometimes they have three-day or five-day retreats, yoga or healing retreats, sound healing retreats, anything that really tickles your fancy. You can also sign up for classes or go to drop-in healing sessions at your local center. The third idea is to hit up the local markets around you, and most likely there will be some holiday markets and seasonal events, farmers markets, parades, and festivals going on. Things that only happen one time a year, and even if you don't celebrate the predominant holiday. It's still nice getting out there and seeing the lights and seeing all the spectacle and sort of enjoying your inner child while doing those things. The next idea is to go to some local music events this time around. There's always special holiday-themed things happening, and you can also go by yourself. Same thing for things like theater performances, musicals, art galleries, local wine tours, or even. To an Airbnb getaway with some friends—that is, if you can book them early enough on time—and if you're feeling really bougie and feeling very abundant, why not book like a mini vacation for yourself, or even a solo luxury hotel getaway, just to really spoil yourself or have some fun? And the last few ideas were going to the movies by yourself, or heading over to Meetup.com to see if you can meet new friends in your community, or doing a hobby. That you really enjoy, and the last thing that I want to mention is that if you use Facebook, you can actually go onto Facebook events and see within a time range what is happening in your area over the next few weeks. So you can actually pinpoint based on location and see all of the different events that you might not even find on Google. That's a really great way to kind of get outside of your comfort zone and to have a little bit of fun over the break. So that was tip number two on creating a game plan to have things to look forward to all break. My third tip is to know your cuffing triggers very well. And what I mean by cuffing triggers is that everyone has certain scenarios that always lead to you DMing your ex. There's certain scenarios that you just have to avoid. Because you know that as soon as that thing happens, you're probably going to make a phone call that you regret or send a message that you're going to regret. So, for example, and this is going to my past, I knew that any time I was alone, like completely alone on a Friday night, it was always going to lead up to some 2 a.m. booty call, right? Like either on Tinder or someone that I used to go out with. And so, if you know that that's what your trigger is, then you have to do whatever it takes to avoid those situations. So, what I would do was over the holidays, I would take action to prevent that from even happening. 
So I would book an event every single Friday night to make sure I was around people in a safe environment and to have a backup plan in case that first one doesn't work out. I think it's very easy to deceive ourselves and think, oh, you know what? I will have the willpower to overcome this. Uh, No, you're not. (laughs) You're probably not. And why is it even worth the risk if you know it's going to end up leading to something that you regret? Why even take the risk when you can do something to prevent that from happening and probably have a much better Friday evening? So here are some ideas of very common cuffing triggers that my clients have had in the past. So being alone on certain nights where you can just sleep over at a friend's instead. Drinking wine, especially in the evening, is a huge trigger for a lot of folks. Being in a cold room, right? So in that case, you want to invest in a heated blanket or drink lots of teas, hot soups, and even taking a bath. Being around locations where you see a lot of couples. So I would avoid going to those types of events on Friday nights. Listening to certain trigger songs. And you know what I'm talking about. There's certain songs that once you put it on, it makes you think about your ex. It makes you feel lonely. So you want to lock up those songs and make sure that you're not listening to them and letting it influence you. And the final very common cuffing trigger is allowing people that you know are not good for you to have access to you, whether in person or over message. So you want to take measures into your own hands by blocking that number or even giving your phone to a friend for safekeeping. If you know and you have a history of not being able to resist responding to messages when it does happen, but they've done a lot of research on willpower and it's not an infinite source. Willpower is actually very similar to a muscle where after a while it gets weakened and you get tired and willpower can only take us so far. I prefer to tell clients to take the path of least resistance and make your life a little bit easier. If you can prevent something from happening, then it's much better worth your time than trying to be strong and try to earn that merit for no reason at all. And my final tip for you today is for those of you who have perhaps already gotten into a one night stand or have already done something that you are regretting. And if that's the case, here is where we still have to be very kind and compassionate with ourselves. My dear bestie, what's done is already done, and there's no point in trying to beat ourselves up over it. Sometimes, especially if you're working with an inner teen, they are very resistant and very rebellious, and they kind of just have to do the thing, right? Do the thing that you don't want to do and let it run its course. But what you want to do when it comes to the repair process, instead of punishing yourself for cuffing up, you want to validate the part of yourself that was just trying to get their needs met. And so I've had clients say to themselves, I know that you feel disappointed, but I understand why you felt lonely and just wanted to be held for one night. And really, it's that same principle of gentle is powerful. And if we approach this with a lot of softness and kindness, your inner child will be able to trust you so much more. And if you want some more convincing, think about when you were a child or a teenager and you did something wrong and you came home and all you got was disapproval from your parents. How likely was it for you to feel safe to tell that parent anything? 
Probably not much at all. Because when we're met with disapproval, when we're met with punishment, it just makes us feel even more ashamed and even more unsafe. And I've had folks say to me, well, if I'm just disapproving of myself, it shouldn't affect me more than if someone else disapproved of me. And I say, no, seriously, hold up your hand right now in front of your face and pinch yourself on the cheek, not to the point of hurting yourself, but just pinch it slightly. Does that hurt any less than if someone else reached out and pinched your cheek, right? And if you slapped yourself, would that hurt any less than if someone else slapped you? No, of course not. And so why would you think for a second that the words that you say to yourself impacts you less than if those words came from someone else? It's exactly the same. A lot of our own poor self-esteem actually comes from the words that we use on ourselves, And that's why the inner child work is so important. Because little you is always listening and always watching you and how you respond to yourself. I would go back on the episode, I forget which episode it was, but it was called Inner Teen Healing 101, if this aspect is something that you might need to work on. But ultimately, what you really want to do is be clear with yourself on what you think is healthy for you or not. But also to be kind to yourself when you do fall off the wagon. Not necessarily to excuse the behavior, but to approach it with empathy and to say, hey, I get it. You were lonely. Of course you were lonely. But I'm here for you now. And I'm going to be here for you to help you pick up the pieces, even if you feel regret, even if you wish that you never did it, because you're not alone. You've got me and I am you. And we are going to take care of each other for the rest of the holiday. All right, so brush off yesterday. It's done. It's over. And it's still okay because we still have each other and nothing has changed. And I still love you. I still hear you. I still understand you. And we're just going to move forward from here. Try that on for size and see how different that feels in your body to hear from yourself. And that's how you'll know that the words that you say to yourself have just as much impact than if those words came from somebody else. All right. So as a recap of the four tips on how you can beat cuffing season temptations this holiday. Tip number one, to remember what the spirit of the holidays is really about, that it's about you and the magic, and it doesn't have to involve anyone else for it to be valid. Holidays doesn't have to be around family. Holidays doesn't have to be around love. And to be frank, you don't even have to enjoy the holidays. It could simply just be another regular day. That's for you to decide and you get to choose. Tip number two is to create a game plan and schedule something over the next few weeks during the holidays so that you always have something to look forward to right? We're not going to let things happen to us anymore. We're going to take charge of our own life, of our own time, of our own schedule, taking matters into your own hands and feeling empowered. Tip number three was to know what your cuffing triggers are. What are some common scenarios that you know if you do that thing, you're going to end up in a booty call or you're going to end up 
calling your ex-partner and just getting really honest with yourself and to make preparations in advance to avoid those things from even coming up. That way, you're not even giving yourself the opportunity to do something that you might later regret. And the last thing was the repair process. So if you've tried all these tips and you still end up doing something that you wish you didn't, that's okay. It is okay. And I want you to validate the part of you that was just trying to get their needs met. To not come from a place of judgment, but compassion and understanding for yourself And to use this as an opportunity to speak to yourself in a way that perhaps your inner child has never been spoken to before, to be the big parent to your little kid. And that, you know, what's done is done. We understand why this happened and we're just going to move on and still enjoy the holidays and it's okay. Nothing is tainted. Nothing is ruined. It is safe to make mistakes and to carry on. And with that being said, this is definitely a great time to check out or rewatch my free Healthy Love Workshop, which is available at bygloriazang.com slash workshop. It is a 60-minute workshop where we help you break down why you keep attracting the wrong relationship and what to do about it. If you are someone that desires that healthy, secure relationship, And if this was helpful at all, or if you know a friend who really, really needs to hear this, especially over the holidays, send them this episode or share it on Instagram so that other folks can find this too and get the help that they need. Next week, we're going to dive into and talk about family boundaries, how to set boundaries, especially at those awkward, uncomfortable family reunion dinners that happen around this time of year. And I'll see you guys then. Bye for now. Is your trauma robbing you of the extraordinary relationship you could be having? Bestie, tell me if this sounds like you. Maybe you wind up in situationships where you don't feel loved, seen, or respected, and you let people walk all over you. Or maybe you feel so triggered with the fear of getting hurt that you end up pushing the other person away and sabotage your relationships. Or maybe you stay up all night in bed wondering, why do I struggle so much with the bare basics in love while my friends are out there having amazing relationships without breaking a sweat? My love, it's not your fault. You are not broken. You just have inner child wounds. If anyone understands, it's probably me. 200 first dates later and a dozen bad relationships, I finally cracked the code on what it really takes to go from being insecurely attached to attracting and maintaining a thriving, passionate, and secure relationship. So if you want to succeed in love, I've put together a free 60-minute workshop that gives you my three-step formula to breaking toxic patterns for good. Just go to gethealthylove.com. That's G-E-T healthylove.com. In this workshop, you'll learn how to never sabotage a relationship again, even if you have anxiety. And you'll learn how to get the secure relationship you want with the person who wants to commit to you. So if you're falling into the same patterns over and over, then you need to be at this workshop. To get instant access, go to gethealthylove.com. That's G-E-T healthylove.com. Or click on the link in the show notes. Life is hard enough, besties. Love doesn't have to be.
If you love this episode, please hit subscribe and give us a five-star review. It really helps me a lot, so thank you. To join the community and get your daily dose of inner child tips, follow me on Instagram and social media at ByGloriaZang or visit ByGloriaZang.com. If you're a high achiever or an entrepreneur who wants to work with me, message me the words high achiever and I'll get in touch. Thanks, bestie. See you in the next one. Thanks for tuning in, bestie. I've got something for you. If you think this show deserves a five-star review, we'll send you my free Inner Child Starter Kit as a thank you for your support, which contains exclusive wallpapers and resources for you to download. To get your kit, just upload a screenshot of your review on Apple or Spotify to my webpage, bygloriazang.com slash reviews. The link is also in the show notes. There, you can also check out my healing sessions and programs at bygloriazang.com. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast and I will meet you in the next episode. Mwah!